Welcome back to House of Bravo, your weekly Bravo recap with a cosmic twist. I'm Emma, an astrocartographer and human design reader. And I'm Tasha, an intuitive astrologer, also known as the agent of Pluto. All right, all right, all right. We got yet another special guest in the Cosmic Clubhouse House of Bravo world today. Everyone, welcome, Miss Drew Allen from Spiritual Sonia. Hi. Round <laughs> hey, everyone. Fun. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yes, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Literally, literally. Um, for those of you who are listening, who it would be hard pressed if you were listening to us not knowing who Spiritual Sonia who they are but drew do you want to give like a quick spiel about what spiritual sonia is what y'all do uh any cool episodes lately you know just the high level stuff so people can get familiar yeah so we're a bravo astrology podcast that came out in like i don't know i think it was like early 2022 now um and we just talked bravo and astrology it's me drew from angelite astrology and my co-host Emily, um, Emily Thompson. And yeah, we just did our Real Houses of New York episode. And I think it's coming out tomorrow, actually. So tomorrow, which would be like October 11th. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. We talked about all their charts. We talked about me being at the Vanderbilt Rules um, season finale, finally. Oh my God, chaotic, chaotic. Yeah, I feel like you're just like, our unofficial like sister pod you know (laughs) yes that's how we feel about y'all we love y'all's content like honestly definitely check out spiritual sonia we love them uh very very much but what kind of brought us here today stepping outside of the bravoverse a little bit is none other than a fated kardashian and timothy chalamet Who, by the way, of course, I have no idea who this person is. (laughs) I literally can't get over that. I know Kylie Jenner. I liked her when she used to dye her hair. (laughs) I liked her when she used to dye her hair. I'm deceased, Emma. Kylie is like my, I think she's my second favorite of the Kardashian clan. Like, I'm definitely a Kylie fan. Who's your favorite? embarrassing. I'm like, I'm a Courtney number one. Oh, oh shit! So awkward. Could be a whole separate side conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm like it's it's a different conversation. But as a Capricorn Moon and oldest sibling, I love Kourtney Kardashian. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Emma, do you have any like any favorite Kardashian, or are you just kind of like? Um, I have kept up with the Kardashians, okay. but. I do not have a favorite. It kind of like de- they, you know, we evolve so much. We change over time. They're changing. I'm changing. It kind of like depends on the day who I'm vibing with and who is really rubbing me the wrong way. I guess like recently Kim might be one of my favorites. She just seems to have really like come into her own and is like owning herself fully. Um I don't know. Yeah, I'm like in the Kim thing. Love the lawyer track that she's like. I fascinating, fascinating. Fascinating is a good word. Fascinating is a good word. I don't have a personal preference, although I am quite fascinated 
with this Kendall Bad Bunny and then like Kylie Timothy, like the simultaneous dating of two people I would never expect in a thousand years is like wild to me. Um, so I'm actually really hyped we get to chat at least about one of this one of these pairings uh, in our session today. But Drew, handing this off to you, any sort of first glances, first glimpses, first opinions around their sinistry? Kylie and Willy Wonka. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, the Loki think, looks really good, though. Actually, the like I'm like obsessed already. I'm a little like I'm a little jarred, but I'm like I'm I'm willing to see it. <laughs> um, for some reason, I was like terrified of the first one with Johnny Depp. Um, so I love their water moons. Like I love so Timothy has this like Pisces moon. And Kylie has this Scorpio moon. And then it's like, there's the obvious, like, sort of feeling of like, their water moons, like I love because the moon is this private side to you that like nobody else really understands. And when it's in a water sign, everything is so much more emotional for the person than, you know, maybe you would see on the surface. And I think when I think of like a Leo son like Kylie and a Cap son like Timothy, I'm like, there's definitely more emotional stuff going on behind the scenes. So I feel like there's probably just like a cute private understanding and they might really get each other and feel seen by each other just by the way you feel seen with somebody when like your element and your moon is the same. I don't know. I just, I love that. I always yeah. feel closer with people that have like an earth moon. It's interesting you say that because, okay, for the listeners, I have not pulled up either of their natal charts. I just want to listen to Drew and Tasha talk about it. And then I'm looking at their human design charts separately and then like in 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 relation to each other. Um, actually, I have that's a lie. I haven't looked at their charts separately. I've really only looked at them together. But what's interesting about that and also for the listeners, this is not an area of specialty for me. Human design uh, compatibility is this is brand new territory I've done it for myself. I've done it for like me and my friends. But yeah, this is not something I really know that much about. But it was interesting because I did some research. So they in human design, we have nine centers, which are based off of the um, Hindu Brahmin chakra system. And so when we put, we each have our own definition. And then when we put the two charts together, it creates what's called a composite chart. And we have a definition that's combined of the two, right? So between the centers that Kylie has defined and Timothy, Timothy, however you pronounce his name, have defined, they have all of their centers defined. And what this is, is there's like a kind of ranking of compatibility based on the centers that you have. And this, since they have all nine centers defined, it's literally called in the system, nowhere to go, um, which I thought was really interesting mm -hmm. because what it says is like, there's so completely self-sufficient with each other that it can get really fucking boring which I thought was interesting because it creates this sense of like stability and comfort and also can make it hard for anyone else to be around them when they're together including children side note but it can like also cause it to be really boring because you kind of get like 
it's too much of the same. You guys have this like just complete energy, which sounds lovely in theory. It sounds like, oh, I want to be complete. I want to be filled by the other person. But I guess from a human design standpoint, that's actually not what we want. That makes sense because so much of like great synastry stuff comes from like squares and oppositions and like more tough aspects. So I feel like it's cool the way like human design reflects that. But I could totally see that because they both, both of their charts in different ways, which we can get into, just give like powerhouse energy where it's like, they are definitely super self-sufficient on their own. They're like huge on their own. They don't need each other at all. Like it would probably make people talk about them more, but it's like, they'll both be fine kind of thing. And we know it. So that's really cool. I love the human design. Yeah. And they also both have single definition on their own. So they really are these big powerhouses who don't need external influence. They know what they're doing. They like all their energy is communicating in the same language. Um, So it is interesting to have these two like they clearly chose to be together. They know they don't need another person. The Capricorn definitely feels like it's like it's all going according to plan or something like her cap rising like his cap son. <laughs> Do you feel that? <laughs> oh my God. He's his cap stellium. I mean, like he's Mr. Cap, honestly. Um, what does he have? He has like Mars, Mercury, Sun. Like he's got a lot of cap energy. So if you're thinking, you know, someone self-sufficient, I feel like that's definition cap. But then also Kylie has significant earth placements as well to your point with cap rising and she has all her virgo placements and you take earth and earth together you take you know this sort of grounding i don't need anything else like i am truly that self-sufficient energy like yeah i mean it screams all over the chart between the both of them which is why i think it's actually interesting they have that moon water moon placement similarity elementally as well because not many people people could probably get it or handle it, but maybe they can kind of connect on that deeper level amidst all this sort of external accomplishment structure, what have you, on the material plane. Yeah, there's definitely a Scorpio moon depth to Kylie Jenner that we don't see, that you can tell from the way people speak about her that know her. They seem to kind of always be like, oh, I'm so happy you're showing the real you. You're so funny. You're like, no one knows how generous you are, like whatever. So I feel like there's definitely like a a depth with like also just mixed with like the intense loyalty that like Leo suns bring to everything. Mm-hmm. Also, that's a Scorpio moon. It makes so much sense that she kept her pregnancy completely private from everyone. And it was something that was just hers. Yeah. Yeah, totally. There's so many layers we're not seeing. And it's like Capricorn and Scorpio, because that's like, I'm Scorpio sun, Capricorn moon. And it's like, I always say that it's like Scorpio is secrecy, Capricorn is privacy. And when you put them together, it's like, you really get somebody that's only going to show you like this much of what's going on. So it's like interesting for sure. And then Timothy too, like, it's just, he has all this Capricorn and then his Mars and Mercury touch his Neptune. So I feel like it's like his fame is almost mm-hmm. it's just like right there and so yeah I feel like also like we don't know the real him at all we get like little selfies and like little like droplets here and there but like no one knows like anything actually about him I feel like but mm-hmm. he's so like loved by everyone me included 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely very, I think, emblematic of like pop modern A-list actor pop culture. Like he yeah. is just bona fide like movie star celebrity, right? And we haven't necessarily seen one of those in a long time. Like I think we've always kind of like been waiting for like like you know a new coming of like Brad Pitt, George Clooney, like those from like the movie star era. And there's just been such a dearth in a way. And then like he just has come up and it you know, to your point, like that Neptune Mercury Mars conjunction, like is really, really potent. Um, Kylie also has Neptune opposing her son, you know, it's a wide orb, but I feel like the Neptune, you know, you, you blur the boundaries a little, right? And I feel like energetically, it's interesting because I feel like it kind of describes her love-hate relationship with fame also, um, that Neptune-Sun opposition. But yeah going back even to the Scorpio moon that she has, that's in her 10th house. Like, and, you know, just from a pure symbolism, right? Like the moon is the most sort of, um, uh, we would compare it most to like, not most, but you would associate it with pregnancy and things like that. To have a private pregnancy in your 10th house, it, to be honest, I do wonder if there were parallels to like Chris's pregnancy with, um, I don't necessarily know if you know anything about that, Drew, but, I can definitely see the similar parallels between that happening. Um, also, this moon sextiles her ascendant, like degree-wise too. So no one knows who she is, public or one-on-one. You have to really, really dig deep. Yeah. I definitely feel like she has like uncomfortable vibes with fame a little bit. Totally. Well, her profile is a six two, so with the unconscious second line or like any second line, she's got a hermit aspect to her. But I'm curious what their Mercuries are doing in relation to each other. So she has a Mercury in Virgo, um, and he has his Mercury in Capricorn. They trine actually. Hmm. Yeah, they trine in like a ten degree orb, so it's just like yeah, just feels really clean, honestly. Like they're very triny, right? Between their stelliums. To the point where it's, yeah, where we don't really know what's going on. It's boring because they have it too much together. I'm like, guys, can you be a little bit messier? (laughs) It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They don't have that depth. It's like they have depth with each other, but it's kind of like a shallow depth. It's a depth where they feel comfortable, I think, but not where there's, like you said, there's no growth because there's no squares. There's no oppositions. Like they don't have these kind of challenging aspects um and when i look at their variables and this is very dependent on having exact time of birth and they do both have a double a rating so i will reference these but both of them have the same perspective which is a power perspective which means they're seeing everything from the perspective of like who's winning who's losing which i think is really interesting that they both have this perspective and they both have the same cognition which is like our sixth sense which is the cognition of feeling where you like feel a lot you feel fucking everything you feel everything but you also want to make an impact on people you want other people to feel and you want to feel is how I'm gonna say that in a very like basic manner but anyway I think it's interesting and that's why I asked about the mercuries because it's like they have these they have the same sixth sense they have the same view that they're seeing the world through so again it's like too much too much of the same what do they have to learn from each other? I think that they'd actually be like really great friends more so than lovers. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree with that. I agree with that too. I do think it's interesting that both their Saturns are conjunct each other's south node. Mm, that is interesting. I love the reaction from both of you, but yeah. They're like, ah. I mean, oh. that says a lot. And actually, I mean, that would be a growth point there, or like at least a like a trigger point that would then maybe you're not gonna grow with that person, but they're gonna trigger you into your own growth that you can then leave the relationship with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely like feels ooh, like were they together in a past life or something where it's just easy for them to like come together because they always with relationships in the South Node, I'm always like, oh, was it a past life thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Although to be fair, I feel like it's so funny. Obviously, everyone you meet, I feel like for the most part has some like karma with you, either that you were, you know, in need of starting or like have revisited. So in this case, definitely like past karma coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I feel like their charts, are quite dynamic though because at the same time you have timothy's oh actually he's going through his nodal return or nodal opposition right now with you know the south node in aries north node in um sorry the south node in libra (laughs) north node in aries his energy got me fucked up this week um but you know this is definitely gonna be kind of a defining moment for him i think you know he kind of broke away from I think expectation like they both did breaking away from expectations of like who they should both be dating or like who we as the public perceive like you know oh who would Kylie be with and you know Timothy is literally like what a movie star someone from her sphere she's only ever dated within like I feel like that energy too right like she was with Travis for quite a long time I don't even remember who she was with before but there was always sort of like an element of power and there's always like status and celebrity involved with it. And this just feels a little more Aquarian, which I think speaks to her Jupiter and Aquarius in her first and her Neptune and Uranus, uh, Uranus and Aquarius and Neptune and Capricorn, but that's a rolling conjunction. Yeah, I, I agree. There is something that feels Aquarian about it. I don't know if it's like that it feels like so for the people or something but that and or everyone's getting so excited about it or that it feels surface level but there's something Aquarius about it I would have to agree is he yeah. also a private person like she is yeah I I feel like we don't know much about him like he's just pretty funny and he's a solid actor and it's like you were saying about like Brad Pitt or George Clooney it's almost like we sort of leave him alone in this A-list way. But it's like, I was thinking Brad Pitt when you were talking before too. And I was like, oh, he's a cat moon. And so is George Clooney. So there's something to like their Capricornness to me that like, it has A-list energy. And so yeah. Leo's, like Leo's have A-list energy too. But I don't always want to put like earth and fire signs together unless other stuff works. Cause then you could get a very like steam rolling energy. Um, like scorching earth (laughs) yeah (laughs) literally (laughs) but they have some other stuff going on I guess overall not much air and Travis Scott was a Taurus and I think it's interesting that Timothy like doesn't really have much Taurus going on at all like I think it's his midheaven and that's it that's 
that's really interesting it's empty like she just dated another fixed sign so maybe she's over that energy wow that's really fascinating only because do you know if that sun opposed her moon I feel like it might have we can definitely check yeah um because I did feel like they had like this really strong like square energy but there was also I always felt like there was like an electricity between her Scorpio moon and his Taurus sun like I I felt it it was like mm-hmm. it was like hot they were hot together mm-hmm. what happened mm-hmm. with them I I don't know she has astro world <laughs> just kidding right but she's like hinted at like be going through the same journey as Kim so I'm like mm, sounds like oh. he was a little bit like maybe she was like, I can't tell you guys everything, but me and Kim have the same exact life. And it's like right around the Kanye episode. So I'm like, maybe he was like away to her and we don't know about it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I never looked up their synastry or anything. LOL. This is like before I found astrology or like really started incorporating astrology into viewing all of this, but very interesting. Yeah. I mean, the reason also because you know I say like astral world not to say like pinpoint that but like Kylie also has Mars and Chiron conjunct on her midheaven in Libra so like I do feel like there is a sensitivity around like any backlash any sort of like and therefore there is that perfectly curated veneer and it contributes to the level of privacy like the more private I am the more perfect of an image I get to uphold and like no one's yeah. gonna come for me because that Chiron's like really 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 strong astro world happened during like a new moon in scorpio if i'm not mistaken and it was a really like weird moment and yes he is a nine degree taurus sun and she has a 12 degree moon so that was like we were definitely picking up on that sort of like electric vibe that they had there was it was definitely a high intensity thing but when you were saying astro world i was like i was kind of thinking the same thing i mean what a capricorn rising disaster that was (laughs) yeah I love it. <laughs> yeah Capricorn risings don't want the PR crisis on their hands <laughs> like I said I haven't looked at her natal chart but hearing she's a cap rising her profile is a six two so like I talked about the two line she's got that hermit energy she's gonna be naturally good at things um oh wasn't Margo a six two I think she was yeah and yeah she was so like as a six as a six line you live your first 30 years as a three line he also has a three line so they might be relating on that level but what that means is like you're trial and erroring your way through life and you're having a lot of what can be seen as failures and for a Capricorn rising you wouldn't want other people to see you fail so it's like again kind of like hiding away into yourself hermiting more so that like other people can't project this or not necessarily project because you're failing in your own way but like highlight it and especially when you grow up with a fucking camera in your face and everything you do becomes something I can see why that would make her pull just more and more into herself and away from prying eyes yeah I was watching like season one of that show recently and it's like whoa she really was like a young Leo with a camera thrown in her face but also a Scorpio moon and like also like this uncomfortable Mars on her midheaven which I also just found their first square which is their Mars square each other his Mm -hmm. Mars in Cap squares her Mars in Libra so like I guess at the very least they're having good sex yeah like maybe a spicy argument behind the scenes every once in a while 
but I, I mean, I feel like with this cap stellium in the fifth house, the man's is very good in bed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly had an impact on me when I saw Call Me By Your Name, as I shared with you guys before. <laughs> but like, I feel like Mars on your midheaven is just so intense where I'm like, I think she probably feels like very motivated to keep going in the public eye and to like, you know, have this legacy around a beauty company and like always be keeping up with like the trends and the fashions and come off as pretty neutral but then there's also like aggression from the public that she just can't escape because Mars is aggression so people are always going to come for her kind of and she's had to she says she's just had to like get used to it because people have just been so aggro to her yeah yeah thanks for highlighting that Mars square drew because I'm also wondering with all this energy right now, Mars, you know, on the South Node and Libra around that angle, around that degree, excuse me, um, with the Pluto, you know, with Pluto, you know, kind of hovering around forming the square, I do wonder, I can't help but wonder, like, what's up behind the scenes with them? Right? I've heard, like, little breakup rumors. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> well, you know, it's interessante because... Kylie, I would just happen to notice, I pulled up her <laughs> progressions. Her progress moons at 29 degrees Libra. Like, oh. it, <laughs> on her midheaven, it's about to move into Scorpio, which is like a pretty serious transition. It sometimes can mark like losses, metaphorical or literal, whatever in your life. Um, and her Mars is, you know, in Libra conjunct Chiron so I do and it's an eclipse season where Libra is getting activated AF like the October like uh the October 14th eclipse is going to be a solar eclipse in Libra so it'll be interesting to see what comes out honestly if anything yeah, comes out <laughs> it, no I feel like it's such a public area for so it will <laughs> mm. and like from when I look at their channels, so channels are what connects the centers to each other. The centers that are based on the chakras, the channels are based on, or like loosely based on the tree of life from Kabbalah. Um, but it's like when I was looking at this initially, I could see this being a long lasting relationship, but only if there's some rash commitment, like rash, serious commitment made to each other because they both have the channel of mutation which can be very impulsive at times so it's like but I don't see this as a forever love so I could even see that progression be them like come like getting a secret marriage or something or a breakup I feel like it could go either way mm -hmm. I didn't think about them as a married thing I'm like do you think it would work with like their charts I know <laughs> like, I don't see this being a forever love because again like they're not they're gonna get bored with each other and yeah. he's a one three profile she's a six two and these aren't really compatible necessarily so it's like they don't necessarily understand it's called dissonant life paths they don't necessarily understand the role that the other person is here to play and so this is going to cause like long-term disagreements because they just are going to go through life in like playing a different role and not being able to see the role that the other person is contributing to society at large um 
But because they're, as I said, that when you put the two of their charts together, all of their centers do become defined. They could really feel a soulmate energy with each other. So I feel like, and they, again, they both have that feeling cognition. And because of that, they're like extra sensitive to electromagnetic vibes about them. And so again, I feel like that can be amping up this like, these feelings that they have when they're with each other. And I would be, I mean, we're never going to know this or like, we won't know it anytime soon, but I would be curious to hear from them, like what it's like when they're together versus what it's like when they're not in each other's aura. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like the show recently has been so like, it's, they're in so much control of it now that I don't even know if they're going to have Kylie sit down and talk about it, but I would be curious for the same thing, like considering their moons. But the first part of what you were saying just now about like them not really understanding each other's roles, it does feel like if someone was at a party and they were like, I'm a Capricorn and like, you know, my partner's a Leo. What do you think? I would kind of feel what you're saying Mm. of just like, you guys can exist together and get each other somewhat, but it almost feels like, yeah, I just, I think those signs are a little awkward together together they're like Spencer Pratt like when you put Capricorn and Leo together in a human so (laughs) deceased that's Spencer Pratt oh my gosh that's Spencer Pratt I'm just saying (laughs) I think it's really interesting what both of y'all are saying I think you know when I look at their composite chart um which is a whole new chart where you take both participants of the relationship put them together and I'm using the midpoint method so it's kind of you know is as it sounds you get a brand new chart almost like a natal chart you can kind of read sort of what the relationship feels like the way you would read a natal chart um and with all this talk about like their relationship balance of relationships will they like understand the other significantly enough to realize the impact that the other has type of energy i think it's interesting they both have sun that the composite chart has sun and chiron in libra conjunct in the 12th house yeah it's like an interesting it's like a balance theme mhm it's a little hidden it can be their undoing if you will if they don't figure out that balance especially because they in the composite chart also have venus conjunct pluto which is then conjunct mars like just having the venus mars pluto conjunction is like really sexy really powerful like really intense well like another thing that was interesting in their human design composite charts is when you look at them separately neither of them have defined their, their their ego center, their will. And when you put them together, like, okay, sorry, let me rephrase that. When you look at them separately, between the two of them, the only center that's not defined is the heart. So when you put them together, they have their will and ego center defined, which again, I think speaks to that, like, that, that just extreme attraction and that sexuality and that desire for something because the ego rules our desires so when you're with someone and all of a sudden both of you feel this really strong desire for each other I feel like that would be really powerful 
Yeah. When I heard they were together, I was like, I guess if I was Timothy, I, why wouldn't I date Kylie Jenner? You know, they just mm-hmm. both feel like the creme de la creme of like fame right now. So I'm like, makes sense to me. Definitely. Also, Kylie's getting Saturn opposition soon. Well, I was going to say Timothy is going through a Saturn return. I mean, not exact yet, but he is a Saturn in Pisces, baby. Yeah. And then Kylie has that sort of like mid degree so like in the next maybe 2024 will be more intense for her in the later part of it um but her moon or not her moon her mercury and her venus and her node they'll all get um opposed by saturn Mm -hmm. well but that's why it's interesting you know the idea of what emma was bringing up like if if for example you know if let's say they use these quote-unquote boring energies together these harmonizing trines together right and like you know come with the vitality of the mars square you know kylie's north node virgo stellium they're all in that eighth house you know and an eighth house is quite a marriage house it's very intimate it is intertwining resources it's like no surprise she got um you know i forget did she get married to travis or were they they were just together they just had babies together Okay, but like a very intimate, very deep relationship, obviously. And, you know, I would imagine like there is such a huge impetus in her chart to be able to be deeply private, to be deeply open and honest with someone so that they can see all her imperfections type of energy and like bond and be with that person. And someone who would offer that would be someone in theory, pretty Virgoan. And, you know, as you said earlier in the episode, Timothy is a Virgo rising, very earthy with all yeah. that cap too. I feel like, yeah, the eighth house is, a, it's like where we go to like merge with other people. So it's, it's interesting, like whether they're married or not, it's like she merged with Travis mm-hmm. Scott, like for Absolutely. life. She's a merger. Like Jordan Woods was living in her house. Also Jordan Woods being a Libra and everything very public with mm-hmm. Kylie's Libra energy. It, it definitely was like activated. Um, but yeah, I do find eighth house people to be really good at sharing and really good at like merging their lives. And I don't know, it was just also making me think of how like with him as a Virgo rising, that does mean that there's some energy in the first house that she has, like her Venus in his first. And the first house mm-hmm. is such a relationship house. It's like so connected to the seventh of marriage and so connected to the things that you do want in a long-term relationship so she definitely might embody some of that fantasy for him yeah the Pisces seventh house fantasy person I feel like it exists for every Virgo rising and I feel like she's a little bit that for him yeah absolutely I also love um his Venus in Aquarius conjunct Kylie's Uranus retrograde in Aquarius um Mm -hmm. You know, to me, it's giving me this sort of, I am, our relationship allows me to be sort of my deeper self, maybe, if, you know, used correctly in the right way. Um, And if you don't feel like you're, if you don't feel like you're hiding. And again, with all the trines in their chart, it facilitates an environment where they can feel comfortable. So she can actually potentially unravel herself. Um, And that Venus Uranus stimulation could potentially be quite interesting um yeah and yeah timothy's uranus just like not just but it's you know progressed from uranus in capricorn to uranus in aquarius so 
he's and it's in the fifth house so he's definitely on you know this sort of more let me like date outside what my traditional type might have been in theory or what I perceive my traditional type to have been in theory um totally and this is like stepping outside the box for her a little bit too yeah absolutely so I don't know I mean I like that question marriage or bust just kidding (laughs) (laughs) well he has the right angle cross like his incarnation cross is called the right angle cross of the vessel of love and I mean the name says it all my mom has this cross yeah it's just like these are the most fucking loving individuals and especially when we look at the track record of the people that the women in her family have dated and how that's ended up slash how they've been treated in those relationships I can see why someone who just like exudes this love and comfort and understanding and sensitivity um would feel like something she would want to hold on to I really love that you said that because I do feel like um, she doesn't want to make the mistakes that we've seen sort of like Chloe has endured. Not that it's like their fault, but they definitely haven't, they all haven't had the best luck and her and Kendall seem a little bit different. Kendall's very Scorpio also. So I feel like they're very like protective about their love lives. And there is something about Timothy's like midheaven and Taurus to me. That's like no planets are really touching it. There's no conjunctions. It feels really clean. And I don't know, kind of off topic, but I'm just thinking about how like it was so linked to his fame, this very like Taurus-y movie where it was like green landscapes and like food and peaches and like so sensual. So I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like the Taurus mid-heaven that's really clean totally works for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really like that. I mean, technically, he does have Uranus in a quincunx, like pretty tight, 29, 28, you know? Um, but I think that's where you get that je ne sais quoi, that transcendent quality, that chemistry, um, you know, that indescribable feeling like when you first saw Timothy in Call Me By Your Name, right? Like, wow, there's such a magical quality here. Um, and it's quite indescribable. <laughs> that's oh, quincunx energy oh yeah me and timothy have some good compatibility like we would be oh we God, would hit same. it off yeah <laughs> all his degrees they work for me in like different places of my chart where i'm like wow okay i know it's yeah, not just shoot your head. shot throw, <laughs> shoot, shoot your shot throw it out there you know you never I know physicalities and energy <laughs> energetic connection is so 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 real so 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 real I know. I mean, fuck, it would be super interesting if like you'd hear it about, you know, you'd hear about an engagement or something. Um, Although, LOL, as y'all were talking, I was dying because, you know, he's like, Timothy is like this grounded person and like she's looking at other relationships being like, oh, I don't want to like repeat mistakes or something. And literally that situation where Timothy was wearing that shirt, um, like about that cheesy line about being the dad Drew do you know what I'm talking about where it was like okay wait yeah what was with that like was that like a Capricorn dad moment like I was confused I can't tell if it was a fake moment first of all that was photoshopped but I actually then think I read somewhere that it was real and now I don't know what to believe but it it is real the symbolism is so fucking unreal around that t-shirt because literally Cap 
are the daddies of the zodiac and like grounded yeah. and wise like literally that meme shirt is so his chart lol right I feel like it's the Virgo rising also and it's just all like the public earth where he's like I got this I'll take care of the kid like I'm a proud dad and it's like what I wasn't expecting that wait I was only slightly paying attention and now I'm like on five different trains of thoughts um (laughs) Gemini life I like googled and then I started clicking on things and and I started reading um but I'm not the stepfather I'm the father that stepped up I just googled this shirt it is so sick. But he was wearing it? Apparently. I don't know if it's like real or not, but <laughs> it's definitely That's everywhere. fucking weird. And shots fired. Interesting. Interesting. That makes me more curious about who he is as a person. Um, But I just like found my way down some weird rabbit hole and I don't even know what this website is, but quote, Kylie's been very clear on telling people that this is the man she wants to be with. He's soulmate material and someone she could see herself having a child with, end quote, an insider tells us. Oh my God. That sounds so like Capricorn delivery to me. I'm like, is that real? Hold please. Wanted to get more Capricorn. The quote continues. Kylie reckons they've got what it takes to be the most successful Hollywood power couple of their generation. And a baby would really help with that. End quote. Oh my God. Y'all, 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 y'all. Kylie's progressed sun is at 13 degrees Virgo. And her Mercury is at 14 degrees Virgo in that eighth house. I'm just, that's pretty interesting in the context of what you just said <laughs> mm. i love the memes that are like when timothy's babysitting or whatever and it's like the picture of him <laughs> but like he's babysitting i guess <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean to be honest i feel like he'd be into it in the chart <laughs> based on the chart so yeah it's giving daddy I'm looking at these pictures and they seem so awkward. It's like they're trying to be comfortable with each other, but it looks like high school comfortable, not adult. No, literally. There's the pictures out of them are so weird. That's kind of why I was like, can they be a little messy? I don't want to like watch you guys watch tennis awkwardly and all black. (laughs) (laughs) Give the people what they want. Mess. We're never going to get mess. We're never going to get mess. They do have what it takes to be the most successful Hollywood power couple of their generation. And a baby would really help that. Like, I agree from like a cat moon strategic standpoint, but I'm just like, you're right. They'll get bored. So enjoy it while it lasts, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do wonder with Timothy's uh, fifth house stellium that there is like some like, he actually like really, really wants to be a dad. Oh, that makes sense. I can see that energy driving, and I can see it being like, this is also added to my legacy type of energy. <laughs> so cap. <laughs> I remember Kylie saying a psychic has told her, or every psychic she's ever seen has told her that she's only going to have two kids. So she's like oh. said that so publicly. So I'm, I'm very interested, actually, because he has a, a baby-making chart. You're so right, like, with all the energy in the fifth. Like, that's where we want to have babies. I know, but it is ruled by Saturn in the seventh. So I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. it's so dependent on the nature of the relationship. Um, yeah. 
for him. I'm sure he would gladly like inherit kids and not fully whatever, but I could see him wanting to be a dad. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. I totally agree. All right. Well, I feel like that was a pretty solid, well-rounded discussion on Timothy and Kylie. Were there any sort of like final closing thoughts you had? Any other interesting pieces, Drew, Emma? I feel like we killed that. I personally, like going back to what I said, I want to know what, like, I want true inside intel on what they're like together and separately from both standpoint, but like mostly from Kylie. It's like, how is she different when she's with him? versus when she's by her like not with him um they have three what's known as compromise channels which and like timothy has kind of the upper hand here so kylie might feel like she has to play by his rules which could create resentment but it could also create this kind of like her kowtowing to what he wants and her identity center isn't defined and his is and what this means is and there's nothing wrong with this but it's like generally when we see people really changing in the relationship that they're in it's or by the people that they're surrounded by I should say it's because you have an open identity center and so this makes you a chameleon which is like great right you can fit in anywhere but when these people tend to be in relationships if they're not in a healthy version of that they can really lose themselves to the other person. So between her having an open identity center, them both having that open heart center that gets defined when they're together, I can see her losing herself in this relationship. Yeah, I really want it. And I don't blame, like, I'm not saying he's a bad person. It's just like energetically, she kind of like right, right. comes lower to him. So I, I do hope we hear about this on the show. That's interesting. Do you think that that's because like Capricorn comes later than Leo or like, I wonder like what that is, but it's always sad if like a Leo loses their ability to express. hate that. Well, I think it's also because her Leo's in the eighth house. You know what I mean? Um, Versus like where his son is in the fifth house and like it's a powerful house. So his son's so much more powerful if you're looking at an energetic comparison. Mm, True. Strictly speaking. Yeah. Leo's in my eighth house as well, and I do feel like I prefer to shine with a partner. I mean, I literally have a podcast with someone else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That makes sense. I'm in eighth house moon, and I I, same thing. Like, it's just easier for me with somebody else. Yeah, it's more comfortable. Like, I don't want to be seen and have the light all on me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think think that makes a lot of sense especially again if you're looking for like grounded someone present or you know someone who seems to be able to like give me my space and respects my self-sufficiency like I don't know there's interesting stuff here what about what about you Drew any like final thoughts I think um the Venus opposite moon thing is interesting as a place to sort of leave off and a point for possible tension or confusion for her um because the heavier Virgo part of her as you get to 22 degrees um that gets close enough to oppose his 27 degree Pisces moon so I think it's interesting because it's like maybe her Venus in Virgo and his Pisces moon sometimes bring out I don't know she has a thing with dating people with these like oppositions with her moon or with like the moon I guess but just interesting to think of what that could bring out. 
Mm. I'm seeing a big balance of like fantasy and reality with them. Mm. You know, classic Scorpio moon liking things difficult, you know, just kidding. <laughs> liking a challenge. <laughs> we do. Like, I'm, I'm not a Scorpio moon, but like my whole chart's in Scorpio and we're very devoted, devoted partners. It goes deep for sure. And I definitely think like her Venus and Virgo and like wanting everything to be a certain way might not always go well with like the chaotic private Pisces moon vibe. But I think she might have a fantasy of like, this classic Hollywood power couple or being with like this Brad Pitt sort of figure and being like a sort of just like clean A-list celebrity in that way where I'm like, I could see her losing herself and her desire for like the Virgo perfection that fuels mm-hmm. her chart, which also makes her similar to Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that that's like a something to consider and just how much of this is fantasy and how much is, is reality with them. Mm, there's some Scorpio channeling right there <laughs> I know I'm like mm, I was feeling that really at the end <laughs> <laughs> well um let's see I'm like god I feel like y'all had such really great points be honestly you know you know me around these parts I love a good uh transit activation moment um they were rumored to have started you know being out and about I think early April is when like the Dumois tweets started resurfacing I just thought it was interesting in Timothy's chart that Venus at the time had just gone over his midheaven in Taurus um you know Pluto at the time also on his progressed Uranus in that fifth house of romance you know Jupiter was on his south node in his eighth house and then you have Neptune on his moon and Saturn on his descendant. I mean, like pretty significant activation, definitely part of the Saturn return story. And very much, you know, it's interesting um, what you were saying, Drew, about fantasy reality, so Piscean, that the idea that this Saturn return is happening in his seventh house and as a Virgo rising, understanding his boundaries truly um and you know to emma's point so they don't lose themselves like in each other all very pertinent uh for the saturn return totally i feel like the paparazzi like floods your your um your boundaries when you start dating a kardashian and he's trying probably desperately to like not let the floodgates open Mm -hmm. um and i could feel that being a part of his saturn return like no timothy like it's not just going to be this like clean vibe all the time like people are gonna start to say other things about you once you like bring her into it because that's a part of it the kardashian curse or like whatever you want to call it but it's like Mm -hmm. people do start to infiltrate your boundaries on a different level when you start dating one of them Hmm. also tasha those transits that you highlighted are kind of like i just got this vibe of right place right time where like wherever it was that they came together, it was just the right place, the right time. I do feel that they knew each other in another lifetime and have some soul contract with each other. Not necessarily like a super intense one where they're going to learn so much from each other in this lifetime, but just that like they do know each other previously. And so it just felt comfortable to come together. And I think also when you're a celebrity, it's probably really fucking hard to like mate with someone else um Mm -hmm. and like I mean that in the like the rawest sense of human need for touch and sex and I like 
to even find someone that's on a level where you can even go there. Um, so yeah, I'm just feeling right place, right time, horny soulmate, soulmate energies. <laughs> horny soulmates. <laughs> I love it. That's a great it's, give, it's giving Mars Libra square Pluto energy, my friend. <laughs> Well, on that note, I can't think of a, actually, I can't think of a better note to end on, honestly, horny soulmates. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being here, Drew, chatting about this celebrity couple, ex-Bravo land. Um, and y'all have a Kardashians episode too, I think, right? Yes, we did like a Kardashian special. And honestly, I want to keep it going because I feel like I could just actually talk about the astrology of that family forever. So if you guys ever want to talk about it again, <laughs> like Courtney versus Kim. I mean, apparently we down. need to talk about that. <laughs> I yes. think we actually need to low-key because <laughs> it's like such a thing. <laughs> I know that's going to be a multi-parter because you got to talk about them individually. You got to talk about them in relation to each other. Like there's just so many things happening and yeah. All I know is like they have been I have seen them talked about in the human design world and I'm pretty sure that like all the children all of Chris's children are generators of some kind either manifesting generators or just pure generators and she's a projector so like from that sense it's oh. just so fascinating that she is like just telling them what to do or like just she's like the puppet master as she should be in that projector role so yeah lots of interesting things with that family. Wow, that's like so interesting. I love that. Um, obsessed with that. <laughs> but for now, go ahead and click subscribe, rate, review, all the things, and go ahead and also follow Drew at Spiritual Sonia. Yes. And if you're looking for more Bravo Astrology content, follow us on Instagram at the Cosmic Clubhouse. 